Welcome, welcome. My name is Floyd Boykin Jr. And I'm Tarina Roberts. And you're listening to the Exchange Podcast. This is the bonus, special bonus edition. So uh, I have my co-host here for me. Ms. Tarina is going to be here as co-host. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about relationships today. Um, um, I thought that it would be a good idea, you know, because I, I mentioned to a couple people that we were going to do bonus um, podcasts from time to time. Uh, and to kind of just kind of break the monotony of uh, having just interviews, 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 and wanted to talk about relationships or other hot topics. So today we're talking about the five love languages. Yay! That's like if we heard for applause and stuff, we're just <laughs> pretending like applause are going. You know? Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. It deserves <laughs> an applause. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And you know, I think I know some of you all may 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 not know what the five love languages are, but like I learned about the five love languages probably maybe about ten years ago, maybe ten to twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. And once it got turned on to me, I was like, "Oh man, how come more people don't know about this?" And let's uh, let's list what those five love languages are, and then for those who don't know, then we'll kind of go into details about what five love languages are. Okay, so you want to take that, Tween? Sure. So we have words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, receiving gifts, and acts of service. Yes. Those are the five. Boy, do you know what, what your love language is? Actually, I do. Um, my uh, top one, because I kind of sprinkle in a little bit all of them, but the main one are uh, words of affirmation. Really? Mm-hmm. Really, yep. my top one is uh, quality time. Okay. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, index high at, on quality time and physical touch. And see, those are my two, my next two. Like they tied for second place for me. Uh, both of those uh, words. Oh, of really? Aff- yeah, it's word of affirmation and then quality time and, and, and physical touch. Those, those are like that's number two on my list. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you have yeah, a number my- two? My well, those those are my one and two, oh. and the my my third one um, was acts of service, okay. and then from there it was words of affirmation, and then receiving gifts. But those last three are so low; the percentages are so low. I really, um, like I said, I'm, I'm high with the, the quality time and physical touch. And I feel the same way about. Uh you know the acts of services well you know the words of affirmation i'm very high on that because i just love like you know the i love you and and the encouragement that goes along with it of course you got the spirit of that it needs to be there too you can't just be like oh you did a good job baby you know you can't <laughs> you can't just be like that <laughs> right you know? there needs to be some sincerity <laughs> right you know, you, know? <laughs> you gotta mean it you know and uh, mm-hmm. but that means a lot for me, for me, especially being, you know, a wordsmith, a person with, you know, who writes poetry and this and that words actually mean a lot to me. I mean, the action words with the actions, of course, but words are, are solid for me. So words of affirmation is really dope. Uh, I want to uh, read uh, to the people um, what these actually mean, because, sir, you know, 
people hear about it all the time. Um, this book, The Five Love Languages, by I believe uh, Dr. Gary Chapman, I believe, or uh, mm-hmm. he—I don't know if he's a doctor or minister, but it's Gary Chapman, and he used to um, do marriage counseling, and then he ended up putting together this book based upon all the marriage, marriage counseling he was doing, and that kind of. Uh, gave birth to the five love languages and from my understanding it appears on the number one top seller list almost every year mm-hmm. you know because yeah. love doesn't stop I mean no matter how old no. you, you get you got the young people going into you got middle aged people fi- figuring it out and you got mm-hmm. even the older people it was like man we got something we got to do differently or something you know so everybody's mm-hmm. constantly finding that out so yeah it, what, what's interesting about that point is something that we all long for and yearn for is so difficult for us to achieve to do it correctly or to do it properly I guess so so it makes sense that this book every year is on the the bestsellers list or at you know people's top picks you know because we we are we're all working toward uh, trying to be better at, at loving one another I believe it should be required reading personally. Uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you what know. class would that fall under in school? Well, you know what I think life like, skills, check life out. skills. I think it would be like, you know, if you meet, like, you know, about the following love languages, I know about it. Say we meet, we met someone and we really, really were interested in them and really thought that it could go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to ask that person if, if you ever heard of the book, The Five Love Things. And, you know, and to see, one, if they have, two, if they'd be willing to find out the information, especially if I tell them that it's a book that teaches you how to understand love, you know, love from your own perspective as well as love from your mate's perspective and it helps mm-hmm. you all to love together more effectively and after you give that kind of explanation to them if they don't want to do that i mean why do you really want to get to know this person at this point mm-hmm. <laughs> you know absolutely yeah yeah that that's a good point because you you have to be willing um especially in well in any relationship but especially in intimate ones because um the the, the deeper we are in our vulnerability and transparency with one another uh the more important it becomes that we understand not just the other person but ourselves you know and what our triggers are and you know what our likes and our dislikes you know those those soft spots and if you're not willing to to do the work and i don't even understand why a person wouldn't be but i think people are afraid people are afraid to to find out that um they don't know how to love and they don't even know how to receive it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's such a good read and a short read that mm-hmm. if you're not willing to do that, as much as we surf on the internet and on Facebook, reading mm-hmm. comments, making comments on threads, going back and forth with people, you know, that's time could be spent reading something about loving someone effectively and learning what you actually need and, you know, and, and require for someone to feel love and we may not always be able to verbalize that but I would think most of the time we have some kind of idea of what we need to feel love you know 
And this kind of breaks it down for you. I mean, you got mm-hmm. words of affirmation. So I'm reading this information actually off of mindbodygreen.com. And they kind of break down what uh, the five love languages are. So words of affirmation. People with words of affirmation as a love language value verbal acknowledgement of affection, including frequent I love you's, compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and other frequent digital communication like texting and social media engagement. So that's words of affirmation. That's what I love. (laughs) I love that. I mean, it's like... You tap into that, man. You can pull me in. You really can. You got to follow up, though, but you got to, you can pull me in with that kind of stuff. Send me a, a text message with a song that made you think about me or a song you wanted me to hear because it might even think of, it make you think of uh, of us, you know, or something like that. That was, that was, That's actually very thoughtful. We couldn't, back in the day, we couldn't sing those songs to people in their phone. Yeah. Yeah. We had to, you know, uh, uh, spend time waiting on a quiet storm and making cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. I miss those tapes. <laughs> right. Now we right. just got playlists. Everybody, tell me what's on your playlist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I miss that. Spotify. Send me your Spotify. Right. Yeah. So we got yeah. a second one, and this is coming into your territory here quality time. So that's that people who love uh, love languages, quality time, feel the most adored when their partner actively wants to spend time with them and is always down to hang out. The, um, they particularly love when active listening, eye contact, and full presence are, are prioritized hallmarks in the relationships. How do you feel about it? you think that's, that's pretty accurate? Yes, that is. That's very accurate. And what's funny is both of us are, are writers, mm-hmm. poets authors you know yes, uh, so we that 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 that's our our space our zone and mm-hmm. yours is words of affirmation you would think that makes complete sense <laughs> right you know <laughs> because we're all about words right? right but for whatever reason that i i think i scored like that was like 10 percent, like really really low for me mm-hmm. i am all and maybe because i'm a homebody mm-hmm naturally um the idea of having someone's undivided attention and it doesn't mean that you have to sit up and be in my face all the time because we i can have your undivided attention being in the same room you doing your thing and i'm doing mine we don't even have to talk but your presence and i understand that you you are there in this space with me in this moment and there's nothing better than that to me you know so that was spot on the the definition that they gave for that i see that i think that's very important though because i was like telling i was having a conversation I, I tend to always have relationship conversations because i really really love talking about relationships and i was mm-hmm. like thinking like for me if i was in a, a committed relationship there would have to be like three things that uh, I would need in a relationship, and and these are all to me connected with the whole quality time thing. I like one, you have to be a foodie because I cook all the time. I love cooking, mm-hmm. and if you're a picky mm-hmm. eater, 
or you know you're gonna really mess mm-hmm. up my bonding time because I can't cook for you you know uh, the other one is music have a similar taste of music you don't have to have the exact same but we have to be able to listen to some kind of music together where this is what we listen to together you know that's mm-hmm. again bonding time and quality time and the other part would be you know uh, movies or TV programs that if you're into watching TV movies and stuff things that you can watch together and all that is quality mm-hmm. time and time that you use to to bond together now of course quality time is not limited to those type of things but but those type of things I felt like were very important to me so mm-hmm. I um, I just kind of examined myself and trying to see what what I would need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah music I'm 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 big on um, music as well some of my favorite times is when we turn on the radio uh, my significant other is big on old school music like I, I don't know that there's ever been a song that came on the radio or that he played and he does not know all of the lyrics to <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's the, the most amazing thing I'm not saying that you know he can sing like Johnny Gill or anything like that but just the idea that he connects with the, the lyrics that way and you know when he turns up the music and sings to the top of his lungs that's one of my favorite things for for us to do together for me to just be in that moment with him doing that and us watching our shows finding a series that we can sit and watch because we we do like date night at dinner time mm-hmm. you know that's when after we get all the kids fed and everybody's taken care of and it's like up okay you know it's mom and daddy time now and we sit down and we eat together and we watch something of interest together so i completely understand what you mean about that music and that that tv time now it sounds like your guy understands the significance of your loved one <laughs> you know uh and even if he has verbalized it it sounds like he's tapped into it yes and and I think it's because we're similar that way, mm-hmm. even though he scores uh, higher on words of affirmation. I, and I think that's that may be a guy thing. I don't know if I can really say that because both of uh, my daughters, we actually took this um, survey, this, this quiz or whatever this past summer because I found that me and my kids were you know on these opposite pages like we just weren't understanding each other uh anymore and it was difficult to communicate and so I came up with this idea of you know well let's take this quiz so that we can I can understand where you all are and where I am and and how each one of us needs to adjust in how we engage with one another and both of them scored really high on words of affirmation which meant that I had to adjust in how I said things like I'm big on inspiring people motivating encouraging you know that's that's my thing I do that but where I found out that I fell short is when they get in their feelings and even in my relationship, when they're in their feelings, they want to be affirmed in those feelings. 
that, you know, it's okay that you're feeling that way. You know, they want that, that gentle, soft, let me rub your back and make you feel better. And that's not really my personality. Mm. (laughs) And then you, you may find that shocking, but that really, I go from feel to thinking to doing. I do actually find that shocking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had um, the principal of my kids' old school. He, he told me he was like, "You're kind of like a man in that way, because men are always looking to fix things. And when people come to me with problems, if you're in your feelings about something, I'm more concerned with how do I fix this for you to make you feel better than let me affirm your feelings." if that makes sense. Right, right. And now and that was creating a disconnect between me and them because to them because I wasn't affirming their feelings, they felt like I didn't care. And it's like, well no, I'm trying to fix this for you. I don't have time to be sitting here wallowing and uh, no. What's wrong? What do we need to do? Let's do it. Right. But taking that quiz is what, you know, helped me in figuring that out with my daughters as well as with my significant other. See, I think that's so so dope, though, that the family took the quiz. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important because I think the five love languages is not only for, you know, relationship between man and woman, but also with the children. And you can also connect that actually with just your friends you know so just Mm -hmm. it's really important tool that i think people should really look into further you know um Mm -hmm. the um this we got three other ones here we got the acts of services so in this particular one say if your love language is acts of service you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier it's things like bringing you soup when you're sick, making your your, your coffee for you in the morning, or picking up your dry cleaning for you uh, for you when you're had a busy day at work. So, like, I know I know a lot of people like this. The acts of acts of service is like, don't tell me you love me, show me you love me, take the trash out, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You mm-hmm. know? do this and that without me having to tell you to do it you know I walk, I wake up in the morning especially if it's a situation where you know you live with your significant other or if you're married or whatever the case may be you know you wake up and breakfast is made for you you know mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily every day but you wake up and sometimes this is it's done for you you feel a certain kind of way you go oh man, my baby made me made me breakfast mm-hmm. I didn't say, babe, can you bring me a sandwich? I didn't have to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. That that That's his number two, his acts of service. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. I think that's yep. a cool, that's a cool love language, you know? And even though that, that falls number four for me, you know, because, well, technically number three, because quality time um, and, um, what was it? What I say? A uh, quality time and actually no, actually no physical touch. Word. Quality time, mm-hmm. physical touches that they're number two. So acts of services would be three for me. You know, okay. Uh, because I do, I do think it's very cool when um, someone you with or or friends or what have you when they do things just out the kindness of their heart or because they know that you you would dig it or it would make you feel good if I did something like that. Not because it made them feel good for buying it, but because it made you feel good because they did something. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, let me see. So, then we got, next we got gifts. 
Um, now this is the last on my list. Uh, you can't yeah, just be buying stuff. Yeah, it's last on stuff. my list as well. <laughs> yeah, just buying mm-hmm. me things don't mean nothing to me, especially if you, Mm-mm. especially if you buying the wrong stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, that's what I was about to say. You know, because it, <laughs> you know, I'll appreciate anything and everything, but when you buy something that you know. Like that I can really tell that you didn't put any thought. It wasn't, you weren't thinking about me. You were thinking about you and perhaps someone else. Mm-hmm. Then it's just kind of like, mm, thank you. Right, <laughs> you, right. you. You know, not not that I'm being ungrateful, but I just, I understand that your heart wasn't in it. And I'm big on having your heart in anything that you do mm-hmm. for me, you know, which is which is why it doesn't take much to please me to make me happy you know why receiving gifts is at the the bottom of of my list i had somebody buy me some cologne once now cologne is actually a a good gift but not when it's not something i want so Mm -hmm. i love kenny cole cologne so if you really you know trying to connect and you're trying to buy me something they got like five or six fragrances you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i love all Mm -hmm. of them Choose so, one. Right. Choose one of those. You know? <laughs> don't just go out the blue, like just buy some. Hey, I like this. I think you'll smell good on. You know, everything don't smell good on everybody. So, you know, if you want, it's cool for the your significant other to wear something that you know that they like. I think that's cool too. But you still gotta, you know, talk, have a conversation about that. Just don't show up with some the cologne you want me to wear because you like it you know <laughs> I, I really don't think that's what what uh, the five love, love languages is supposed to be where you just try to hook yourself up by giving gifts for you <laughs> yeah, look, that, that, that sounds like a, a sore spot for you <laughs> it is, you, you've had a, a bad experience with that <laughs> I've had several bad experiences with that. And I'm like, okay, y'all don't get it. Y'all need a book. You read this book. <laughs> right. And then you, you gotta wonder, um, what was it like that Jill Scott song where you know she she said uh what what is it? I think it's the one something about I, I was just thinking about you. Oh yeah. And she yeah. had bought bought the guy the same kind of cologne that this other guy that she was thinking about wore. He was like, eh, it didn't smell the same on him. Right. You know, every like you said, everything don't work for everybody and don't come trying to make me smell like somebody right. <laughs> that you reminiscing about. That's that's not right. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> you know, we're not building together while you're thinking about somebody else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're not what is it called uh thruppling is that when you got three people <laughs> i'll tell you man it's like it's just yeah that's a sore spot you know but uh <laughs> i guess let me read what they say it's supposed to be so they, they say gifts is a pretty straightforward love language you feel loved when people give you visual symbols of love as Chapman calls it, calls it, calls it. It's not about the monetary value, but the symbolic thought behind the item. People with this style um, recognize and value the gift-giving process, the careful reflection, and the deliberate choosing of the object to represent the relationship and the emotional benefits from receiving the present. So, in that in that particular uh, definition, um, 
or description of it, then yeah, you're being thoughtful and you're buying things, you know, like we said, that, that you feel like the person would like, uh, that they could maybe be able to use, that they need, or maybe you heard in a conversation we were talking about something and it stuck out and I just brought it up, but I, you know, I just kind of, you know, breathe, it was, it was real quick and you, but you remembered it and you went and got it. You know, it might have been a piece of cheesecake. And you're like, you know, I'm going to go get my baby some cheesecake. And come home, mm-hmm. I come up in the room and they go, piece of cheesecake sitting on my pillow. I'm like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> right. Winning. <laughs> right. My baby loves me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so. Yeah, that's that. I'm, I'm that way um, about wine and cupcakes. Ah. Like when he comes home it's like oh i was in the store and he's like look what i got you or he'll just leave it in the bag and i'll find you know a bottle of wine or those um the cheese the schnook sells those uh mini cheesecakes from the i mean cupcakes from the cheesecake factory mm. you know that d- will just light up my world something as simple as those two things mm-hmm. so i understand yeah, sounds sounds like he he knows you pretty well. So, <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna hook my baby up tonight. I'm gonna give her in this this cupcake. It's gonna be the one. <laughs> see, like I'm not accepting no phone calls. Don't bother me. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <You'll be> like, <laughs> so that's right. All right, so we, we're down to the last one, man. It's been a great conversation mm-hmm. about the five love languages. And, and we I need to find the website. I think it's the fivelovelanguages.com where you go to take the quiz, right? Yep. Yep. So if y'all, y'all mm-hmm. haven't taken the quiz, I recommend you do it. Go to five the, the number five lovelanguages.com. And uh-huh. there is a quiz on there. And, and find out what your love language is. Yes, 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 yes. Right, and uh, share it. Yeah, you tell somebody. Like the person yeah. you with specifically. <laughs> but person you with, right, right. Or I mean, you know, like you say, do it as a family. Mothers and, and siblings and you know, uh children, everybody. I agree. Because it, it, it makes a difference. It definitely makes a difference. All right, so the last on this particular list, but not in my book. It shows a physical touch, and it may not be exactly what everybody thinks, but especially when a man says physical touch, they really think, oh, you know, you're talking about uh, uh, sex or intercourse or something something like Mm -hmm. that. But ironically, it's not that. You know, I mean, I'm sure it can connect to it, but it's not about that. So, uh, Mm -hmm. so people with physical touch as their love language feels feels love when they're when they receive physical signs of affection, including kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch and of course sex is a part of that uh physical intimacy and touch can be incredibly affirming and serves as a powerful emotional connector for the people with this love language the roots go back to our childhood um some people only fit uh, fit deep affection and love by their parents when they are held kissed or touched uh so um so yeah like i, I used to um when i first learned about that like physical touch it might be like your your partner may come over and put their hand on your on your shoulder on your knee or like for mm-hmm. me i got bald head so if my woman put her hand on my head i'll be Ooh, you know um <laughs> or if you wash the dishes they come by and they touch you on your shoulder you may even touch your butt or something whatever you know mm-hmm. but like little things like that 
uh, it's like an affirmation of, well, you know, my baby's thinking about me, she loves me, she this and that, or, you know, he or whatever. Because I don't care what anybody tell you, men love that stuff too. You know, they tell you differently. Yeah. They they just don't want they don't want to feel less than a man or, or their masculinity is being challenged or whatever. Men like being mm-hmm. touched. Come on, I mean that should be pretty yes. common. <laughs> you know. Yes, yes they do. Yes they do. Oh. And I, for for me, because that was my number two. Mm-hmm. It's it's about that presence me knowing that you're there and I'm a big hugger mm-hmm. like that that's probably the one thing um about this whole COVID thing that I miss mm-hmm. is generally when I greet people I tell them I'm a hugger you know I'd rather hug you than you know shake your hand or just wave or something like that so I'm really big on when when I need to connect when I need to decompress when I when I need to go to that place of refuge mm-hmm. that's what I tell him I just I just need a hug or I'll go hug my kids you know um so that's that's like when it comes to physical touch that hugging really means something to me and so I'm a hugger as well and I, I just feel like you can tell a lot about a person from the kind of hug they give you you know it's like if, if I hug you and you embrace me, hey, come here, I'm a hugger, come here. And you give this big hug and you be like, oh, wow, thank you. You know, this person is affectionate and this and that, you know, and you you mm-hmm. kind of get that that they're they maybe a people person, they got personality, you got this and that. But now if you hug me like Tupac held, uh, gave uh, Omar Epps and Juice that hug when they were talking about y'all partner. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Watch out, hopefully your eyes. Your eyes are looking left to right and your head is on swivel with that kind of hug. <laughs> right, you know. I'm like, don't even hug me. You know what I'm saying? That one arm hug or, you know, if you don't want to hug me, just don't. Don't give me no half yeah. hug. Just don't hug me at all. Oh. I'm cool. <laughs> yes, I hate a side hug. I hate a side hug. Yep. And see, my both of my daughters, they scored really low on physical touch. Mm-hmm. And so when I go to hug them, I have to remind them, do not one hand hug me. Give me both your arms. You know, we you 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 creating a barrier when you just do that one arm hug. And what is that? Like what what are you afraid of and and just being fully in in a space with me? Right. You know, it's like no, you don't have to be guarded, you know? So yeah. So they that's what they had to work on. That was their homework because since mom is a hugger, you need to learn how to be one as well. <laughs> exactly, you you gonna just have to figure this out, you know? <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta figure it out. You gotta figure it out. So I think we've had a wonderful, wonderful conversation about the five love languages, and I really, really recommend everybody to check out this book if you happen to read the book. To uh, also go on that website five the number five lovelanguages.com and take that quiz to kind of figure out what is it that means the most to you out of these five love languages what's your love language and find out your partner's love language and once y'all communicate with each other oh my god it's going to be just a, a game changer for you you know so definitely check that out yes absolutely I agree and seeing as though uh, it looks like we're all going to be staying at home and quarantining for the holidays mm-hmm. you know give you know buy the book and give it out to your family members as Christmas presents or while you all are doing Zoom Thanksgiving 
perfect time for everybody to go take the quiz and sit and talk over wine and food. One what your results are. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But Tarina, it's been great as having you on here uh, as co-host with me for this this particular topic. And you know, and we're gonna definitely have you back on more because I think we got great we got great chemistry together. I think I think we have a great <laughs> Yes, we do. We have a flow. Yes, we have a flow. This has been this has been fun. I, I I'm so appreciative of you asking me to to join today. So thank you, um, thank you, thank you, thank no you for the opportunity. You're very welcome. I mean, you know, uh, we've had conversations before, and I just like um, when I thought about doing that, you were one of the first people I thought about to like say, let me have her on and have her on as a co-host. Hopefully, she's game for it. And you know, and, and since you were, it was really great. I think it. Like I said, it flowed very well. So what I want to do, I probably have to do this later, but I want to create an email address specifically for for topics and things like that for the show. And right now, though, if y'all do, if y'all have comments or things y'all want to share with us, for now, you can send the email or and send it to info that's i n f o at spokenvisions.com and that's s p o k e n as in Nancy, v as in victory. I Z as in zebra, I O N S dot com, and just put in the subject um, um, box the exchange podcast, you know. And so then I know specifically look at it for that. And you know, if you have just comments that you wanted to make uh, in reference to what we were talking about to get today, anything like that, or things you would like for us to talk about later, please let us know. We look forward to your comments. So thank you very much. Uh, once again, I'm Floyd Boykin Jr. And I'm Trina Roberts. And you've been listening to the Exchange Podcast. Thank you so much. I want you all to be kind, be respectful, and learn something amazing.